why is moving to the cloud so complicated? Wouldn't it be great if someone had a process, a simple process, one that you could follow, one that took everything that you needed needed into account to help you move to the cloud? Well, me, Dave, and Vinny actually have one for you. And we're going over this because too many law firms and too many businesses don't take a holistic approach, a holistic view to move into the cloud. And it costs them way more than it has to, has way too many implications that they didn't plan for, and too many mistakes are made. So, you know, over the next four weeks, Dave, Vinny, and I are going to show you how to make that cloud migration easier and simpler, right? And, uh, and, and so, you know, Dave, Vinny, thanks for joining. I really appreciate it. But before we get to that, thanks for joining No Law From Left Behind. We're here to help your law firm be more competitive help your attorneys and staff become more productive and also to help you get more clients calling. So uh, guys, this topic is one that's, that's near and dear to our hearts, right? Uh, we do it all the time, but the problem is, is that most law firms, either their IT staff, just they don't have necessarily the, the experience that they need or their, or their outsourced consultants don't really, uh, don't really have a holistic approach to help them with. Sure, they might be good at moving email or might be good at moving voice over IP or something along those lines or documents. But but guys, I think that taking a holistic approach is the best way to do it, even if you're not considering moving all of those things. What are your guys' thoughts? Well, you know, let me jump in on that. I'd kind of like to hear you define when you say holistic approach. Oh. Yeah, sure. Okay, there's a lot of different ways that that could be, you know, defined. Well, when you, know, you say holistic, what what makes an approach a holistic one? It's different for every firm. Okay, it's definitely different. Uh, so if you're considering cloud migration, or if you're taking a cloud first strategy approach, okay, th those are it's important to consider to me. Um, in the beginning of all this, what could we move today and what do, what could we possibly want to move down the road? Okay. Mm -hmm. That's the holistic approach that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about let's consider so you're moving. Talking, you're, you're, you're talking about let's actually have an overall plan instead of just piecemealing, grabbing things out of the air as we decide, Hey, let's put this in the cloud today. Well, not necessarily absolutely a plan that we have to follow, but a consideration of the possibilities because so, as you often say, you can't unring that bell. You don't go backwards typically right. from this strategy. So when Jim and I were discussing this topic, right? The, the one thing I said is, you know, what people want to know is what does it take for me to move to com completely to the cloud? Right. That was the topic mm -hmm. that, that I presented as far as what, what should we talk about? What would it take for me to move completely to the cloud? What kind of things do I need to consider? Right. There's the network. There's your applications. There's uh, your data. Uh, there, there are your phone system. There are uh, 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 some general areas that you have to look at and say, OK, let's how can I move that piece or how can I move that piece and yeah. take it piece at a time? Um, so that then we can come up with an overall plan. Okay, got it. Does that now, help, Dave? It, 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 no, it definitely helps. And really, I'm, I'm asking that question more so that you know the the viewers and listeners can kind of understand what we mean when we say that. Got it. Um, 
because there's so many different concepts. And, you know, one of the things that you just mentioned, uh, you used the term cloud first, okay? And then, Vinny, you mentioned the, you know, cloud exclusive, or I don't know exactly, I don't remember exactly how you phrased it, but, you know, it's not an all or nothing proposition in all instances right. when it comes no, to not. cloud migrations. And I think that that's an important thing that a lot of people don't think about when they're when they're sitting down at the table at the beginning and going, Hey, I want to go to the cloud. Oh, okay, that sounds great. Why? And in a lot of instances, it'll make a lot of sense, mm-hmm. but not necessarily in everyone. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's where, you know, like I said, I was kind of asking this question, you know, really to sort of flesh this out. But, you know, you, you have to have that big picture view. You have to understand that how each one of these different components ties in to a cloud first strategy versus a cloud exclusive So I I know this is no law firm left behind, but we work with other industries as well. And I was working with a nonprofit out in Utah and uh, doing an evaluation and, you know, assessment with them and having that conversation to take that holistic approach. Right. Mm -hmm. They came to us because, well, we want to use Microsoft 365 for our email. And I said, that's great. That's that's perfect. I'm, and, and that makes good sense for most businesses, especially nonprofit, because it's free, essentially. But what about everything else? What about your your servers? What about your documents? What about your phones? What about your your CRM applications? And how are we going to manage and secure? I mean, do we want to keep going down that road? And as we start having those conversations and we start looking at the cost savings, the you know the 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 ease of use, right? It turned into a much bigger conversation and they were only thinking about email, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's yep. why I think this, this next, this series of this month is going to be so important. Yep. And, and, you know, one of the things that makes it easier and we have a process, right. And uh, we, we want to break it up into segments, like trying, yes, uh, people focus usually on one thing cause that's what they read about or they went to, they, they saw some video about it or someone called them and said, Hey, or you should do a this. pain point for them. You know, yeah. Yeah. it could be a pain. Our email keeps, our email server keeps failing. So on yep. and so, yeah. And so, so they usually focused on one, but really, um, when, when an organization says, Hey, I want to move to the cloud. How do I do that? Right. There's a lot of, like Dave said, there's a lot of considerations. Yeah. And one of those considerations is you may not be able to move everything. Right. No. But, but overall the, the, you want to break it up into the areas, into the, the different segments. And I think Jim, we decided like phone systems and, and communications, yep. right. Um, uh, servers, uh, uh, and applications, right. Uh, we talked about data, like where does your data reside, specifically for law firms, um, right? Because uh, a lot of document management systems, right? right. Um, even though that's currently on servers, right? But when I think when I'm thinking of servers in this particular case, I'm thinking of applications, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so uh, applications like your practice management software, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know what what. What are the other things that that folks need to consider? Um, you know, how that that internet connection, um, how how that's affected. VPN connections if you have multiple offices or people work from home. Um, all these different capabilities. You know, what is the what is the goal really when when you want to uh, 
when you want to move things to the cloud, why why is it that you want to do that? Is it for ease of use? Is it for uh, scalability and reliability that the cloud offers? You know, there's a lot of different reasons people want to go to the cloud. Maybe you never want to invest in hardware every five years or so again. Yeah, you know, that's another strategy. That's another reason you might want to mm-hmm. have that type of strategy. Um, also, y- 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 when huh, do any of any businesses that you know have their own telephone company? No, right? Shake your heads, guys. No. Do any of them actually have their own power plants? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> small businesses. Okay. Small. Do they have their own power plants? No, right? They don't have their, I mean, unless they're the type of business that needs that type of thing. These are utilities, right? And the reason we have utilities is because uh, one group of one group is better at providing a service than we are as individual businesses doing it all ourselves, right? And so that's why we moved to the cloud because it's I don't want to diminish this, but I'm going to say it and then couch it, okay? Because it's not our responsibility as a business owner anymore. It is, okay? Our responsibility is still to protect it, to make sure it's working, uh, to make sure somebody's maintaining it. But the actual physical nature of it, we get to wash our hands and it's on someone else. And we have a contract with someone else to make sure that it keeps working, right? And when when we think of it that way, when the power goes out at our businesses, do we get mad at anybody? Yeah, yeah, we get upset because our people can't work, okay? But we're not mad at the power company for the power going out because it's up most of the time. Watch, I'm going to have a power outage because we got thunderstorms in the area right now. But, you know, we 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 push that off and it's 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 a, I don't know, out of sight, out of mind type of thing at that point that you just... You just don't have to worry about somebody else is handling and that's all they do, right? The Microsofts, the iManages, the, you know, the World Docs, the, all the, all the providers out there, the SAPs or the, or the, or the, or the Salesforce or so on and so forth. They're in charge of that. But Vinny, you mentioned the first one, communication. So let's get into, into some of these so that we have, we have, we got, we got about 10 minutes. So let's talk about some of the specifics, right? Voice over IP. It's one of the things we're going to be talking about this month, right? And, uh, and I think that right now, um, the, the push today is to move to a cloud voice over IP solution for most businesses. Why do you guys think that is? I mean, we see more people moving, especially right now. What do you guys think that is for? Why? Well, yeah, I'm going to just jump in. Dave, I don't know if you were going to say something, but um, I think the technology has gotten much better. Um, the internet, the the connectivity that for your internet has gotten much better and much more reliable, and so where before um, you didn't have good quality, um, if you tried to use a, a hosted phone system or you had a lot of issues, right? Um, now it's it's a common thing. I mean, it, it works well. Um, it's low cost uh, because you're not buying a phone system. Right, you're on. You're parked on someone else's phone. So to use your analogy of the utility, you know, right. you're not running your own power plant. Um, right. And so, um, uh, it's it, you know, you just you just plug it in, and someone else is maintaining it, and it's up all the time, and they have more robust systems than you can ever put in. Um, and so, uh, 
for sure it's it's a great option today for most small businesses and nah, man we're going to circle back to it I, it always comes into every conversation we had have and with covid that work from home you don't unring that bell right mm-hmm. uh we say that a lot but it's it's one of those things that that can't be avoided right you just have to have something like the stage you know one of the things that's uh also gotten a little bit more uh, when it comes to, 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 you know, the hosted phone systems is easy use. I think that, you know, several years ago, yeah, you had some systems that were relatively easy to use, but a lot of these, you know, cloud-based phone systems required, okay, we're going to plug your phone into your computer and then you got to load this app and then you got to dial from here and then pick up the handset and, I might be overcomplicating it a little bit, but on some level, that was at least how it mm-hmm. appeared to the average person. Yeah. Now yeah. it's like, hey, here's your phone. Pick it up and make calls. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, well, let's borrow, take, go ahead, Vinny. I want to move to on borrow, to the next one. To borrow the line from a company that I worked at, easy to use, easy to implement, and easy to afford. That's what people are looking for, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and Better, so, cheaper, faster. Yeah. Let me lop these two together. Okay. Uh, Cause everybody already thinks of email to the cloud. You know, that's like everybody it's on, if they're not thinking about that, they're under a stone, right. You know, uh, email, but I'm going to lump documents and files in that. Um, I don't care if you, well, I do care, but I don't care if you use uh, a Google solution. Um, you know, Microsoft 365 is, is the solution that we recommend to most businesses and firms. Um, to me, a conversation about email migration is not complete without also having a conversation about documents and files. What are your thoughts, guys? What do you think? So I think, you know, I, first of all, I I absolutely agree. You know, the reason being is that most people don't realize that when you go to the email solution, you're getting the document solution alongside of it. It's already there. Um, now, when it comes to replicating like a dedicated document management system, now we're talking about apples and oranges and there's options and flavors. But for a lot of what people do, and I can tell you in a lot of our small to mid-sized firms, they're, they've got things out in a shared drive still yeah. to this day. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you have that on your server, you can have that in the cloud and it works virtually identically. It, and and, and I'm gonna, I, I can't, we, we want to be a bit agnostic. So it's about the same with Google Drive, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it can be a great integration, whether you go with Google Drive or Microsoft 365 or any of the other things that, out, that are out there. Microsoft 365, Google Drive, any of those can be integrated and just look just like folders on your desktop. Yeah, yeah. And, and so the, the whole concept of it, you know, uh, another one. And by the way, we're going to be talking about all these things in depth over the next four weeks. OK, uh, so we're just kind of setting the stage for you and give, mm-hmm. you, give you a nice uh, overview. Line of business applications. Who wants to define a line of business application um, and talk about the things like the document management and so on and so forth? Go ahead, Dave. All right. <laughs> so a line of business application is I'm going to give a very deep definition here. It's a software application catered to a specific function within a business. See? Good one. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so what that means is 
you have various operational functions within any organization. Okay. So you have, let's, we're just, you know, we're going to focus on the legal vertical. So let's talk about it. You have, you have front office uh, functions. So that would be anything that's client facing matter management, document management, any of the stuff, the day-to-day operations that are servicing your clients. You've got back office operations. That's going to be things like your billing, your accounting, your HR, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Then you've got some, you know, whether you lump it in or, 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 or in or separate, you've got, you know, marketing functions and this, that, and the other thing. So you have these different operations within your organization. And each one of those are oftentimes supported by a particular application that is developed to support that operation. That's really your line of business application. Okay. Now, the line of business application can be just like anything else hosted multiple ways. Historically, They've been on-premise client server scenarios where you'd have some sort of database or whatnot sitting on a server, and then everybody would have a program installed in their workstation, and they'd open it up, and the data would all get centralized, right? Now, when we start talking about line of business applications in the cloud, we're going to go into one of the different ways that we can have a cloud-based line of business application, which we look at, you've got fully hosted solutions, which is you have like a web service that you just sign in and it's hosted somewhere else and you don't even care. You just have your subscription and it supports your business operational function. But then we've got this whole other type of line of business application where you take the on-premise setup and you migrate it to a cloud environment, but you still kind of manage the whole thing. And so when we talk about line of business applications, we'll talk about you know what these different distinctions are, when one makes sense versus another, the pros, cons, et cetera. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. That's going to be a really interesting and deep dive. It's the one where we honestly, I mean, most people, it's an easy, uh, I don't want to say sell. Um, it's it, it makes sense to them. It's something that just clicks when they think about, oh, email in the cloud. Yeah, that makes sense. Documents in the cloud even. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, applications in the cloud, that's where people start to get a little bit, a little bit like, I don't get it. Different so flavors. There's a lot more yeah. conversations about that one. And and the reason for that really is um, there are some uh, companies out there that have gone cloud, right? Mm-hmm. They, and they've and they've gone either from the ground up or they've migrated their product to the cloud. And there are many companies out there who have not even touched it or approached it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so, and and companies rely on these applications, these small houses uh, that that they use every day, right? But it's specific to their industry, right? Right. And and they need it to do their job uh, yeah. more yep. efficiently, right? It- and so. That's why people, I think, kind of like, I don't know. Well, and there's also, you know, here, here's the other thing. You've got a way that you work with things, all right? Yeah. If you're going from, and let's let's make a comparison to email. If you've got your email server online, your users are still generally opening Microsoft Outlook to view, respond, create, manage, organize, etc. You know what happens when you move to the cloud for your email? Your users open Outlook and they do the exact same thing. Right. Okay. When you start talking about line of business applications, a lot of times it's not just the application. A lot of times you have built and refined your processes based on how that application works. So you might track certain data because that field's there in this particular application. 
It might have a particular view that you've come to rely on. And it just, it becomes second nature that I go here when I need this bunch of information. Well, now when you start talking about, well, let's, let's investigate our cloud options. Well, if it requires you to change programs, that changes not only just the program itself or where it lives, that changes how our business actually runs in certain circumstances. So there's a much higher cost of adoption when yeah. you start talking about line of business applications. So yeah, I'm really interested about that topic too. That's going to be a that's going to be a really deep topic. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll probably end up going long for that one. And then yeah. finally, I think the the thing we need to consider last is when we're getting rid of all of this on premise technology, uh, we're eliminating all these servers. You know, and the the IT guys are thinking to themselves, well, what are we going to manage our computers with? Mm-hmm. How are we going to set up computers? How are we going to secure them? You know, how are we going to set policies on what people can access and how? And so the last segment, the last uh, part on this one. Is going to be security and management. Uh, I, 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 who's who's jumping at that topic? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that they, one. They, I mean, they look, love the, it. The, I, I love it, but I'm a big privacy nerd. So, yeah. um, to to me, this will probably be the most difficult for mm. people to understand, unless they are in IT. So, we're really going to try to focus on making it um, plain English. Yes. Yes. So that's that, the key. you know, our listeners don't get overwhelmed with a bunch of you know tech, technical gobbledygook. That week um, will be focused to a business owner, or business manager, right. not exactly. to the IT guy conversation. Yep. And right? so, I just want to make sure everybody that's listening today uh, still tunes in for that because it's not going to be a tech geek conversation. It's not and but is but it is important, and I, yeah. I think it's I think it's probably one of the more important things, right? Absolutely, because because you know. When you have your servers in, on your premises, you can de- you decide how much control you have on it. You can put a lock on the door, or you can leave the door open, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or or you can put it in a vault room, and and so on and so forth. Um, in the cloud, right? People get a little more nervous because they don't have that control, right? right? They don't know who has physical access. They don't know who on the internet can connect, right? So people do want to know how do we manage it? How do we secure yep. it? How do, how do we maintain uh, you know, especially law firms, right? Where they have to maintain the confidentialities and, and requirements and everything else. How do they make sure that, that ha- that's happening? For years, the number one reservation that we've heard from law firm owners and principals is I feel more comfortable knowing that my client data is down the hall in that closet. I can touch it. <laughs> I can touch yep. that. Yeah. Even though somebody can lift it up and walk away with it. Even though in reality, <laughs> we've had this discussion, I can't say how many times, even though that's actually exponentially less secure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> somebody breaks in and they stole everything from you. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, we're, we're going over here and I don't want to go too much over guys, yeah. but I want to point out the value of today's show. Okay. We're putting together, and this is the foundational piece of helping a business and a law firm build a cloud migration strategy. That's what today was. We're laying that foundation. We've identified uh, four different areas that we're going to focus on over the next month. And in each one of those segments uh, every week, we're going to help you identify what's specific to you that you need to consider, not what we would consider, right? So it, 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 it will apply to your business in particular 
uh, each one of those conversations and, and you'll be able to actually um, take, take that and move forward with it. But so that was the value of today to, to lay the foundation of it, to help you understand what you can be doing for your holistic cloud strategy and putting together a best practice for your firm. So you guys, so let, you guys, see that? let me just recap them for you. The next yeah. four weeks, next week we have uh, phone systems or, yeah. or communications, right? Voice over IP. The following can that week, include teams, by the way, Vinny, could that include teams or, or something that, else? Yeah, that include that communications, right? That's, yeah. that's, okay. that's the thing, right? Um, so, uh, so voice therapy, uh, teams, video video conferencing, those types of things, right? Because we need to stay in touch still if we're um, working remotely. Um, the next week, we'll be talking about uh, data, right? So that could be email, that could be files, the, your, all your data. Uh, following after that is your applications, right? How do we do, how do we, what do we need to consider uh, for right. our applications if we want to move to the cloud? And then uh, finally, but not the least important, definitely very important is management and security, right? Those are the four areas that we've broken it down to so that we can cover and say, okay, these are holistically from, from a top level, right? This is what we need to consider. Uh, if we want to move to the cloud, can we do it? What would it take? Um, and, uh, and, and what's, what's the next step? And you know what, in what order, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's a serious consideration. It, you, not every but, firm should but, be considering voice over IP first or, you know, communications yeah, first, right? right? Yeah. Um, maybe we should be considering email first. Everything works together. We're going to talk about uh, how it all works together, how it inter- interrelates. So, guys, thanks a lot. I'm looking forward to next week. Uh, we are definitely going to cover communications next week. So gear up. Uh, if you have a question on any of the topics, by all means, put something in the comments on any of the platforms that you're you're watching on LinkedIn, YouTube, so on and so forth. If you are not a member of our No Law Firm Left Behind group on LinkedIn, here is our beautiful little link to it at the bottom of the screen. Don't try to write it down. Take a picture of it with your uh, with your smartphone. Um, and in addition to that, I'll throw the graphic up here and bump Dave in the head. Bam. Okay. That is our QR code for our link tree, which is also in the in the comments and description of the um, of our of our uh, show here. Um, but this takes you to any of our resources, including all of our after show podcasts that uh, that will be available within an hour or so. So uh, whether you listen on Spotify or so on and so forth. But if nothing else, go join the link the LinkedIn group, and uh, you'll get all the updated information. Anything to add, guys? That's good. Golden. I miss, I miss anything. Great. Thanks a lot for uh, tuning in, everyone, and we'll see you next week. All right. Thanks.